0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Jesus. Today I want to follow on from the last session, and so if you haven't yet, go ahead and listen to that one. It's called Light of Fire. But today I want to follow on from then and and keep going with the life of Elisha. And today we're going to carry on his story by speaking into the idea of imitation. So the title for today is Imitator. If you're new to our podcast, welcome. For those of you who tune in week after week, thank you again for joining us. We release this every week, and the point is just for us to spend 10, 15 minutes together talking about something that's going to help us become more like Jesus. So as you grab a cup of coffee as you're on your way to work or at gym or dropping the kids off, let's dive into today's session. If you haven't yet, subscribe to this podcast on whichever platform you're on, and let's go. The reality for all of us when we talk about this idea of imitation is that we are all imitating someone or more likely a group of different people. What we're imitating is a collection of ideas and people we know. I know it's happening to me when I say something and in my head I know that's exactly what my dad would have said. People say things like you sound exactly like your dad or you sound exactly like your mom and whether we want to or not we end up imitating the people closest to us. This is not necessarily a bad thing if we imitate the good that people model for us. But if we imitate the bad, we have an issue. Today, I'm not going to go into who you follow because we've spoken about that quite a lot. We reference that a lot in these podcasts that, hey, you, who you follow, who you hang around with matters. But rather, I'm going to talk about how you follow that person. Once you have the right person in your life and once you've decided who you're going to follow, how you can be the best follower you can be. I want to be very clear that I'm not saying we should be copies of other people. However, there are great men and women out there that we can learn from and follow and download the best they have to offer into our own lives. Whether we want to admit it or not, we all have role models and people we look up to. This doesn't mean we copy them, but we can follow them and imitate certain principles or ideas that they demonstrate for us. Today, second chapter of, uh, of Second Kings, and this is the chapter where we see the end of Elijah's earthly ministry, and he eventually gets taken up to heaven in a chariot of fire. It's all very dramatic, but it starts out in 2 Kings 2 verse 1. It says this, just before God took Elijah to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on a walk out of Gilgal. The first thought I have in this is that we need to be present. This may sound overly simple for many of us, but we need to be present with people in order to follow them well. In other words, you need to spend time with them. I don't know who you've chosen to let influence you, but I do know that if you don't do life for that person, then odds are their influence over you is not going to be that significant. I may want to imitate and become more like Richard Branson or Elon Musk in terms of business. I may want their ideas and their way of thinking about business to rub off on me so I can be successful. But there is a slim chance of that because I never spend any time with them, right? I never get to rub shoulders with them. He isn't available or they aren't available and I can do very little to spend time with them. I may want to preach more like certain preachers, if, if I want to be more like a preacher in America, the odds are quite slim of me getting to spend time with him. I may want to lead like Nelson Mandela, but again, he's passed away, so I can't spend tangible time with him. So the question here is, are we spending enough time with the people who we are following and whom we want to become like? It's not up to your role model to come and see if you want time with them. It's up for us to push into their space and get time with them. If you admire how someone prays, ask to spend some time praying with them. If you admire how someone leads, then spend time with them in leadership settings. It doesn't matter what the context is. The principle is: the more time you spend with someone, the more you become like them. So, who you, who are you spending time with, and are you spending the right amount of time with the right kind of people? Once you've decided that, once the time with that person, uh, we we can get that time. The next thing we have to ask is: is how do we then maximize that time? Good question. 2 Kings 2.2, Elijah Elijah said to Elisha, stay here, God has sent me on an errand to Bethel. Elisha said, not on your life, I'm not letting you out of my sight. So they both went to Bethel. Second point is, not only do we need to be present, but we need to be faithful. We need to be faithful to the ones we are following. I don't know if Elijah was testing Elisha here to see exactly how far Elisha was willing to go, but I know that Elisha, if he had given up, he wouldn't have received everything that Elijah had to offer. There was nothing that would separate Elisha from Elijah in this moment. Elisha was going to be there at the end no matter what. This is what being faithful is all about. Being faithful means going through anything and everything and not giving up. I think we need to be as practical with this as we can. Otherwise, you, know, you just end up walking away uh, without anything changing. Elisha was not just faithful in this verse. Elisha was faithful in burning his backup plan, as we mentioned last time. He'd been faithful all through his time with Elijah, and now Elisha was faithful to the end. Being faithful is not a feeling. It's a choice we make daily, whether it's easy or not. When you are single, you can't hope to become faithful to your future husband or wife when you get married. No, make a decision now daily to walk in purity and faithfulness to someone you haven't even met yet. We can't say one day I'll be faithful in giving when I have enough money to give. No. Today, we choose to be faithful in our finances every day, whether our bank balance is healthy or not. And this is true in our finances, our relationships, religion, business, school, health, every other area of life. We either choose to be faithful faithful, or we choose the other option. However, if we want to get the best from people we are following, we need to be faithful to them. The story continues. And Elisha knows. Elijah is about to be taken up to heaven. Elijah tries to get rid of Elisha over and over. As I said, we don't know exactly why, but it may have been a test. Whatever the motive, Elijah couldn't get rid of Elisha. He was like those annoying mosquitoes that fly right next to your ear at night. And there's nothing you can do to get rid of them. But then in verse 8, we're going to jump a couple of verses down. Verse 8, it says, Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, hit the water with it. The river divided and the two men walked through on dry ground. The next thing we see is these two men standing on the banks of the Jordan River. As far as I can tell, Elisha had spent his entire life on this side of the Jordan, on one side of the Jordan. He had never ventured to the other side of that river. It was kind of like the edge of what he knew. It was the edge of his worldview. It was the edge of his existence. He didn't know what it was like on the other side of the Jordan or what the people there were like. It was a boundary for him. If you're following people worth following, here's something important for you to understand. They will always push you to places that you haven't been before. Great leaders and mentors know that sometimes we need to be pushed out of our comfort zones and we need to cross borders. We need to go beyond our own thinking. We might need to break physical boundaries or emotional, mental boundaries. If we never cross borders, we end up doing the same thing over and over and over again. So we need to follow people who intentionally are going to cross borders that we wouldn't do in our own. Elijah was born on the other side of the Jordan. Elijah knew where they were going, and so he was the right one to follow to cross the Jordan. We meet with a man by the name of Murray once a month, Cheryl and I, or at least as often as we can. He was the speaker um, at, at some of our church events. He's been part of uh, Liberty Church for many years, and we go to him as often as we can. And often what he does is he helps us cross borders. He pushes us to think things and go places we wouldn't normally go in our thinking. He stretches us when we can't stretch ourselves. And we all need people like this in our lives. We need a people or a person to push us into different and new areas. But it's all still up to us to cross that border. Let me ask you, will you follow another person if they are calling you to a place of stretching? As we bring this to land, the story carries on. They cross the Jordan on dry ground. They get to the other side. Once there, Elijah asked Elisha, what exactly do you want from me before I go to be with God? Elisha says, I want a double portion of your spirit, which is fancy Christian words for, I want to be just like you, but even better. Elijah says that, man, that's difficult, but if you remain faithful, stick with me to the end, you might just get what you asked for. We don't have an exact time period for how long it was between the conversation and the event, but eventually Elijah does get taken up into heaven on a chariot of fire, and Elisha is there to see it. Elijah leaves his cloak behind, Elisha picks it up, goes back across the Jordan, and is instated as the new prophet of Israel. In verse 15, against jumping, jumping down a couple of verses, it says this, The guild of prophets from Jericho saw the whole thing from where they were standing. They said, The spirit of Elijah lives in Elisha. They welcomed and honored him. Final point I want to make today is this whole thing of imitation is not just about imitation. It's actually about succession. And succession means that we need to succeed those who've gone before. If I imitate someone, it's not just so that I can be like them, it's so that I can go beyond where they've gone. I can succeed them. It might be like with Elijah and Elisha, where you get to fill the position they held. Or it might be that you take what you learned and apply it to your own life and situation. Elisha was able to succeed Elijah because he'd been present, he'd been faithful, and he'd followed Elijah even across borders he'd never gone himself. Elisha became a great successor because he'd been a great follower. This is true for us as well. Before we can become great success, we need to become a great follower. This is the whole idea today, is that we need to follow or imitate people, not just to become copies of them, but so that we can go further than they ever went. We're not trying to be better in some kind of comparison or arrogance way, but we want to take what they've done and multiply it and go further because we are standing on their shoulders. I don't know what you want for your life, and I don't need to know the details, but I do know that from my own life and the lives of the people I've watched, what is almost impossible is to get where you want to go without the help and guidance of others. It's impossible to become great without standing on the shoulders of other great men and women. If you want a great marriage, spend time with people who have a great marriage. If you want to be a great businessman, same thing. If you want to be a great preacher, same thing. Any area of your life you want to become great in, find people who are already great. Follow them, follow them well because one day you will succeed them. The best thing about this whole succession thing is you don't have to wait for the person to leave before you start being successful. One of the things I've learned following great people in my life is the better I follow them, the more successful I get at the same time. So again, as we close off today, who are you imitating and how are you imitating that person? You might have great leaders, but if you're unfaithful and present, you're not going to succeed. If you don't cross borders, you might only be a tame version of them. And so today I really trust that as you choose to imitate, to follow people, that you're going to be faithful. You're going to be present. You're going to cross borders. And as you do so, you're going to see success where before you only saw daunting impossibility. You're going to go further than those you copy. I pray have an amazing week. We'll see you same time, same place next week as we do another view of Elisha's life.